0: this review does contain spoilers. I was already aware, going into season 5 of Boardwalk Empire, that the showrunners had cut short the series, and this was to be its last. It seems bizarre because in terms of where this series was, in terms of the real life history of its characters, it felt like things were just getting started. I hear different reasons floating about as to why it was canned, some involving the amount of views Boardwalk was getting, not justifying the costs, and also that Martin Scorsese, Terence Winter and co just wanted to end it and move on to other things like the now cancelled series Vinyl. Whatever the reason, the word I was always hearing being used to describe the final season of Boardwalk Empire is rushed. And yes, the feeling you get for sure is that the season is rushed, there's not a lot of focus. And there seems to be more emphasis on giving each character a way to bow out than actually develop an interesting and entertaining plot for the season. The season does have some seriously strong moments, some of the series' best, especially with the plotlines concerning Al Capone and Charlie Luciano, who feature more in this season than any other, but when you take a step back and look at Boardwalk Empire as a whole, season 5 does stick out for being a bit of the weird one. What they did with this season was that they jumped forward in time about 6 or 7 years after the end of the previous season. It's quite jarring, and there's an alarming amount of changes that have occurred that we've not witnessed. Chalky White, for example, is now a prisoner, with vague details given on how he came about to be in this situation. The most obscene decision, in regards to the time jump, is that they killed off Arnold Rothstein off-screen before the season even begins, with just one line dedicated to mentioning his funeral. It's absolutely baffling. One of the major players of the series whose personal story with the gambling addiction was really getting interesting, and he isn't even in season five. Imagine you're watching Return of the Jedi and Luke asks the Emperor, you know, where's Darth Vader? and he just shrugs and says oh he fell down the stairs and passed away. It's just balmy. I can see why they did it. In order to maintain a somewhat legitimate connection with the real life timeline of the characters of Boardwalk Empire and marry things up correctly, they had to kill off Rostin as he was long since dead by the time the commission was formed and Capone went to jail and all that stuff. But surely the writers could have foreseen just how much frustration this would dump on the fans of the show. Surely there was another way to do it. And Rothstein isn't the only character sacrificed in the time jump. Entire plot threads from the previous season are just abandoned, like Dr. Valentine Narcisse having to become an informant for the FBI. He's hardly in this season, in fact, which is a shame because he tore it apart in the last season. Season five follows Nucky as he's in Cuba, trying to secure business in anticipation of the prohibition law being uh, repealed. Sorry and in doing so he essentially goes legitimate. And that's not the only late stage Michael Corleone connection, as he also has several meetups with Margaret as the two reminisce about the old days, and interestingly, season 5 delves into flashbacks of his youth and his early years on the boardwalk, with his relationship with the Commodore, his father, his brother and Gillian some of the highlights. It is genuinely interesting. It's interesting, seeing how he got to know the Commodore, seeing the events that shaped Nucky, and just how his life was like in his youth. But, the problem is, is that Nucky is not, and never has been, the most interesting character in Boardwalk Empire. He is the protagonist, yes, but if anything, the most prominent reason for this is that the character is well connected, and he acts as a pivot. a connection between all the different storylines and characters, from the political games and ladder climbing of the earlier seasons, the bootlegging, the Chicago connection, the mobsters in New York, and the English-Irish war, among many other things. He is a tool to connect all the different storylines so Boardwalk can tell many different tales and tell them with clarity and focus. But Nucky himself is just not really that interesting so why all of a sudden is Boardwalk Empire taking a look back to his past? Why are we spending so much time there when there is very little screen time to go around in a season that was only 8 episodes long? And to be honest, I'm not really sure what Nucky is doing in season 5. His storyline is actually quite boring and uneventful. The flashbacks provide insight, but in the modern day Nucky plotline, there's a lot of walking around and drinking wine in Cuba, but not a lot of action. And you know what I said about Nucky being the connection between all the different characters? Well that's gone now too, as we jump from Jillian to Capone to Luciano to Chalky to Van Alden, and and Boardwalker tries to shoehorn and squeeze in Nucky into each of these storylines even where it doesn't fit, and sometimes they don't even bother, which gives the season a disjointed feel. I was really disappointed with the Chalky White story, this is a guy who was central to season 4, and after suffering such tragedy and loss at the hands of Narcisse, and being betrayed by the likes of Nucky, who albeit was trapped in a corner with problems of his own, you would think he'd come out with all guns blazing after his prison escape, and seemingly he does intend to, but after a bit of a bizarre laissez-faire meeting with Nucky, he then seeks out his long awaited rematch with Narcisse, only to come across daughter, the woman who he was head over heels over in the last season. Whatever spell he was on gets replenished, and all of a sudden he's putting his gun down and fighting for her safety in leverage of his own. I get it, you know, it's something like finding solace and comfort in allowing a loved one to be free, something we saw in things like Reddit Redemption too, but it's still really weird how he would just allow himself to be taken and killed by Narcisse so easily, This is the man responsible for tearing his entire world down around him. He shouldn't even be able to control his rage at the man, but he just gives in, checks out, and all for this woman who wouldn't have even entered his life in the first place if Narcisse hadn't planted her as a femme fatale. One characteristic of this season is that it's unable to seemingly allow most of the major characters to live beyond the series. Practically anyone who does not live in real life beyond the series is killed off, one after the other. Episode 2, this guy dies, episode 3, that guy dies, and so on and so forth. It becomes quite bemusing because a lot of these guys have been through much tougher situations and all of a sudden they're falling like dominoes. I mean look at Nelson Van Alden, his last scene was almost comically startling although it was nice that he did get something of a redemption in his last seconds. Nucky's own personal storyline has its moments, a particularly strong one towards the end concerning a plea for help from Jillian, who's in a mental facility after the events of season 4. Unfortunately, his death was spoiled for me. YouTube recommended me a video which had a title that said exactly how he died, so I'm not sure how I would have reacted to that had I not known. I suppose I would have been shocked to find out who the kid was and pleased at how it brought everything full circle, from the moment Nucky led Gillian to the Commodore all the way to when her grandson kills him. Some of the better aspects of the show include improvements over already exceptional technical elements. The costumes, now with subtle alterations to match with the updated 1930s style, are exquisite And the cinematography has never been better. We get to see a lot of Luciano and Maya Lansky, and although it does move very quickly, it was cool seeing Lucky's rise to the top, from his killing of Joe Masseria and then Salvatore Maranzano, to his setting up of the commission, all whilst taking out undesirables along the way. The actor playing him does a great job, a great voice by the way, but he does still look a little bit like a kid. By the way, what was up with Maranzano? He's in an all out war with an underling, and he's just calmly going, Patience, Mr. Thompson, the Roman Empire, the universe, blah blah blah. Stephen Graham's Al Capone is one of the stars of the season, and accompanying his coked up reign is the plot lines of Nelson Van Alden, one of my personal favourite characters, for his slapstick, sitcom like shenanigans, if nothing else, and Eli, Nucky's brother, who was sent to work for Capone in Chicago. By the way, what was up with the random plot of him doing Van Alden's wife? Anyway, the jump forward in time sacrifices a lot of Capone at his peak. In fact, there's no mention of the St. Valentine's Day massacre, but there is a lot of him in this season, and Capone becomes more and more erratic in his behaviour, delivered superbly by Graham, his behaviour most likely due to the coke and growing effects of his implied syphilis. Saying that, there is a rare scene in which Capone says goodbye to his son before his court attendance, one of the most touching moments of the series. There's also further insight, looking into his uncertainty and nervousness before his court arrival, before his greeting of these swarming journalists with his usual boisterous bravado and confident attitude to maintain his public image, but we can see the sadness behind the eyes. It's terrific acting. Overall, I would say that it wasn't exactly a series that ended on a whimper, but it definitely didn't end with a bang either. There have been missed opportunities, but there have also been great moments and characters. I do wonder what they would have tackled had Boardwalk continued for more than five seasons and they didn't cut it short, because really, the entire series felt like it was building to something. It felt like it was a prequel to a premium level of television, and though it got close, it never quite reached the heights that it could have done.